As a leader, you've likely heard the African proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Today, we're featuring Russ Vandersteeg, who as president of Strategic Financial Partners for 26 years, has been leading his agency and teams to help individuals, families, business owners, and professionals establish plus execute on expertly tailored financial strategies. Thank you for joining us, Russ. Thank you. Looking forward to visiting with you today. Welcome to the Leadership Journey podcast. I'm Kelly McCauley, president of McCauley & Company, where we help good leaders become great through high-impact leadership and team coaching that delivers measurable results. Russ, you, you know I asked to participate in this specific series on sales teams because as a longtime client committed to making strategic investments in your talent and firm, I've witnessed the exponential successes you've achieved with all of your teams over the past 19 years. Can you believe it's that long? Hard to believe. <laughs> okay, so for leaders who aren't familiar with the idea of independent sales teams within the life insurance and wealth management industry, can you describe what it is, how it's different from a traditional team, and how it works? Yeah, you know, Kelly, when I think about that question and I think about teaming, you know, obviously in any type of structure, whether it's a business or uh, whatever type of structure, there's obviously always teams. When you think about teaming as it applies to our industry with high-performing financial advisors, it's interesting because uh, instead of when when people think about a traditional team and, you know, you have one quarterback and you, I, I'd like to make the analogy with sports, um, you know, you've you've got all these other aspects of supporting characters and not to say that high performance teams don't have support staff and all that. But typically what you're doing with a high performance team is you're putting together a group of quarterbacks, you're putting together a, a group of very successful advisors that in themselves are already successful. They're not successful uh, just because they're a part of a team. They're already successful and are really trying to take their practices to a whole nother level. And uh, that to me is when you start talking about high performance teams uh, is, is really not to say that some uh, individuals have, have strong skills and, complementary areas, but the reality is, is that they're all already successful people. Got it. And just like all relationships, but probably more so in the hyperachiever world of independent sales teams, situations can get heated and messy. So for leaders at your level wanting to introduce teams or add more teams, what mindset is required to stay the course and not give up? Well, the first thing that that I would say is that it is it is not an event. It is a process. And for anybody that that really, you know, everybody thinks, okay, I want to be a part of a team or I want teams in my firm. And and we've all heard and seen the stories of successful teams over the year. What you don't see is all the hard work, the sweat, the struggles the conflict that it takes to make those teams successful. I like to say it's the analogy of when you see a successful team, it's like the duck going across the lake and you go, mm -hmm. wow, that, that's effortless. 
but we all know that if you get below the surface, that duck, that duck is pedaling like heck. And, and that's the same thing with, with successful teams. There's a lot of things that have to happen and a lot of a, uh, what I would say, almost a growth or a maturation process that have to occur for that team to truly be successful. And I would also say that it's never a set it and forget it. I, w- I wish it was that easy because if you're dealing with type A personalities, people that are all successful in their own right, to get them all to want to play together, stay together, um, is is uh, is is an ongoing, um, really an ongoing uh, process and and an ongoing. Um, it, it, it's never ending. It doesn't. It doesn't just all of a sudden you're there and and now and now it's just on autopilot. Yeah, I can imagine knowing the teams that you've put together and the individuals inside of them. It's really impressive how that even though you're you're keeping an arm's length right versus being very heavily involved they call you in when they need you or you step in when you see that things might be going in a direction that could be negative to the team and its future yeah and i would say you know that's the fine art of it as well is because some teams want you more involved and then some teams think they just want to sort of do it on their own. And at the end of the day, there, there is a different involvement based upon the team dynamics. Uh, I mean, we have some teams that a member of our management team is in on pretty much every one of their meetings. So anytime they get together as a group, um, uh, this individual, uh, Scott Trammell, uh, is actually in the meetings. Uh, other teams it may be on a quarterly basis that myself and a member of the team of the management team um, will will sit down with the team, uh, and then there's other teams where kind of what you mentioned a moment ago that that really we get more called in when when there is an issue or conflict, uh, and 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 I would say the larger the team. The more complexities, obviously, uh, uh, if if it's a smaller team, meaning that it's just uh, two uh, highly successful advisors, obviously with a support staff, but but those obviously there there there's less typical conflict, <laughs> shall right. I say? Right. <laughs> the more you add, the more uh, cuckoo it can become in any relationship, right? Even yeah. in family. Right, your first child, and then you add a second yes. child, and then a third. Or it's, That's right. The dynamic con- continually changes. So you and I had talked about that teams came out with great fanfare, fair teaming about twenty years ago, and lots of people piled in to, in from our industry and tried to make it work. And then because of some of the things you've just talked about, um, they abandoned it. So tell me what originally inspired you 20 plus years ago to say, I'm committing to teams and what keeps you determined to continue even when they get difficult? Yeah, so what what first really was my motivation when, when I came into this role to, to go out and observe other successful organizations. And at the time, 
uh, I was affiliated with New England Financial. And there were a couple of firms that just had outstanding performance. And as you really looked into what was attributing to that, it, it was a teaming culture, even though in, in the two firms that I'm thinking about, they, they both did it differently. One firm in particular out of Philadelphia, Creative Financial Group, did it in a very organized fashion. And, th and their performance was absolutely incredible. I mean, it was, it was a, on a per advisor basis, I would say the best uh, performance in the industry. So yeah. wasn't hard to figure out that, that that was a model worth following. And then they actually uh, really helped out the whole system in terms of sharing many of their practices and uh, really how how they had put that all together. So we launched off on that initiative. I took over the firm in 1997 and we launched into that in 1998. Uh, at the time, it was called Advanced Marketing Firm and started this initiative. And of course, like anything, it's hard <laughs> and it ebbs and it flows. Uh so you know, the thing that I would say is that if anybody is really seriously going to take on teaming, you have to understand it's a journey. Uh, it's not just a destination. We all want to get to the destination of, of having highly successful firms, but you have to embark on the fact that it's a journey and it's not something you can stop and start. Uh, you've got to stay committed to it because the advisors all like the idea of teaming until they start working together <laughs> in a much closer basis that they ever have before. And suddenly what happens is you're going to have conflict. Uh, you know, when, when you've got uh, anytime, you know, anytime you've got a lot of movement, that, that's, that's going to produce friction and pr friction is going to produce heat and heat can be a great thing if it's channeled, but if not, uh, you're, you're going to have things break down. And, and that's just the understanding that you have to go into with teaming is that it's not easy. Uh, and if it's going to work, it's got to be uh, a commitment on everybody's part to uh, to stay with it. Yeah, I'm imagining the biggest challenges start with the big personalities and then probably comp is a, a challenge that rears its head. I would imagine sometimes I don't know between all the quarterbacks, but it could be true that work ethic, like I'm working harder than you, um, or maybe that's even happening with people who are supporting the the quarterbacks on the team. <clears throat> yeah, you know, in, in that, in that, you know, kind of thinking about what are some of the biggest challenges you're really, you know, hitting it, and it's, it's ego, yeah. it's money, and it's feelings. And you, and you think about it, you know, you, you think the feeling piece of it is not important, but the reality is, is that there's just going to be conflict and conflict is not necessarily a bad thing unless it's not addressed. Yes. So true. You know, whenever I'm doing onboarding or working with succession type of clients, the first thing I say is, look, it, it, this is a relationship. And what we know for sure about relationships is that there will be conflict, guaranteed. So let's figure out a way to address that conflict in a way that doesn't hurt egos or feelings. <clears throat> and we're clear about the monetary part of it. I, I say this a lot, which is the number one reason for breakups, whether it be marriage, 
partnership, friendship, is it's unmet expectations. I, you know, and why is it unmet? Because the communication hasn't been had, you know, they haven't talked about it for fear of whatever reason. There's all kinds of reasons behind that. So, you know, I could talk to you forever, <laughs> but in the spirit of keeping the podcast to a time frame that people can stay listening, what final advice do you have for leaders seeking to get better at supporting independent sales teams already in their agency or those wanting to take the leap to start their first team? Well, the thing that I would say is, as we all know, teaming is is nothing new. It's been going on for years. There are people that do it very well. And then there's people that have tried it. And because of the hardships, have given up on it. What I would say to any leader of any organization today is that I believe because of where our industry is at in terms of older advisors, people that have done very well for a long period of time that now are looking at the last phase of their career and how are my clients going to be taken care of? How am I going to monetize my practice? How am I going to leave a legacy? There's never been a greater time for teaming. The other thing we all know is that trying to bring new people into this industry is harder today than it has ever been. Not because there's not good candidates, but because the business is so complex today. We do so many things. Regulations are more onerous than they've ever been. And reality is just because of of all of the do not call list and things of this nature, in many ways, it's harder to get in front of people. Uh, Some ways it's easier because of technology, but some ways it's harder just just in terms of of the way the society is today. But when you take together that here you've got older advisors that are wanting to finish well, take care of their clients, the opportunity to bring young, talented people in the business has never been better. And teaming is the, absolutely the answer from the standpoint of buy sells, business continuation, succession planning, the very thing that we talk to all of our clients about. We do a really bad job for our own people, our own advisors, our own businesses and securing to make certain that their practices are there for the long time term beyond their own um, being being active in the business. So beautifully said. Russ, thank you for generously sharing your experiences expertise and wisdom about successfully launching, sometimes wrangling, and always encouraging these independent sales teams, while also growing strategic financial partners' core business. Well, thank you. And uh, it's a pleasure, as always, to speak to you and and for all the great coaching you've given me over the years, which has helped me in many of these journeys working with our teams. For leaders watching this, here's the burning question. What would it mean if you could build high-performing sales teams within your firm like Russ and his leadership team are doing at Strategic Financial Partners? You can. Start by identifying your ideal vision for your teams and assess what's stopping your ideal from happening right now. If you're serious, 
take our top team mistakes to avoid assessment, and I'll personally review your results, plus give you actionable steps you can put into place immediately. There's no charge for you, only the upside of moving your teams to your ideal. I've worked with Russ Vandersteeg and more than 500 top industry leaders to increase performance, results, and profits during the past 20 plus years. To say it's my passion is an understatement. Click the button below this video to take the assessment. Whether you want feedback from me or not, you'll gain specific intelligence on exactly where to focus your efforts right now to improve the performance within all of your teams. If you want to learn more about Strategic Financial Partners and Russ Vandersteeg, go to strategicfinancialpartners.com. To subscribe to more podcasts like this, visit macaulayandco.com forward slash podcast and sign up. Until next time, keep leading yourself and your teams to higher levels of success in all areas of your lives.